Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Our guest today is Mr. Tony Housie from Camp Ripley Public Affairs. And Tony, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. Well, here we go. This right? the, the busy part of your season really gets underway now, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. And you probably have heard some of it start already. Yeah. Oh, yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> what is that noise? That wasn't thunder last week. <laughs> yeah. So it's been quiet so far, but now comes uh, a little more. Tell us about what's going to be happening. Yeah. Our, no, we're welcoming back, like I said, a lot of our traditional units here from Minnesota as well as out-of-state units. Uh, and they're going to begin their qualification for their individual weapons as well as their crew-served weapons and vehicles. So we'll start hearing, uh, you know, a lot of rumblings and a lot of lot of noises. Now, I understand you're going to see some aviation units. Talk about some of the things they will be doing. Yeah, we, you know, it's been growing steadily for us that we've seen more and more units coming on. Uh, that aren't just coming here for the rifle ranges. So they're, they're coming here for to do aerial gunnery with their helicopters. Uh, or they're coming here to do parachute drops uh, or, you know, some type of uh, touch-and-go operations, which is pretty normal on our airfield, but it's a little bit more complex now because now they're landing and they're doing joint cooperation training with uh, an Army aviation unit, which is uh, simulating bringing in casualties on a helicopter, moving those casualties over to a C-130 or another aircraft, fixing aircraft, mm-hmm. and then they would leave for, you know, um, in a real-world situation for some higher-grade hospital somewhere yes. out, of the, out of the combat zone. All right. So it's been very busy. It's, you know, it's tested our abilities uh, three-dimensionally, really. Yeah. And do I understand also Navy and Coast Guard are also utilizing the lakes and rivers there as well? Absolutely, yeah. They're still diving on our uh, frozen lakes, um, enjoying that. The Coast Guard has moved their school to Camp Ripley. Really? Uh, That's a great opportunity for us, and we want to expand a little bit for them to give them uh, some infrastructure on the base, uh, not just the lakes downrange, but to have a spot for them as well. Uh, And then the Army has brought... Um, the opportunity for us to test a new bridging system uh, across the Mississippi. One of the features about the Mississippi, we have engineer units come from all over the Midwest, and you think, well, they have rivers in their backyard, so why can't they do these bridges? But they want to come here and they want to uh, test their bridges on fast water uh, bridging sites, which is across the Mississippi on us on our eastern border. Wow. So it's a great thing for us to see these groups come in and, you know, see what type of, what type of uh, developments that we can create for them to put these bridges across the river. So. Mm-hmm. Man. Wow. Very interesting training. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Tony, we talked about this last year. You had, uh, in terms of man hours, maybe the busiest summer. Right. And this one, I understand, going to be very busy again. This one will be busy again. Um, you know, it changes week by week, so <laughs> it, it might it might be really busy or it might just be steadily busy. But sort of busy. Yeah. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we are expecting a lot of the out-of-state folks again uh, coming from, um, you know, all, all of the Midwest, uh, North Carolina, all over the place. So. Uh, we like that cus- our customer reach is nationwide, mm-hmm. and uh, it gets our name out there and gets uh, the opportunity for uh, a lot of these units that are trying to develop their own training p- 
plan without having to crunch into the budget or crunch into time. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, these National Guard organizations or installations like ours, we're really somewhere around the fifth busiest training site uh, in the nation. So it's it's exciting to be busy it's yeah. a, and mm-hmm. it's exciting to be wanted. Yeah. Uh, do you have an estimate on the man hours that you're looking at this summer at we're, this point? Yeah, it'll probably be uh, north of 350,000 man hours. Oh. Or, yeah, man oh days. Man gosh. days. So that's one person on Camp Ripley for one day. So it'll be a busy season. It'll be a busy season for sure. And does that uh, include, because you still have, if I'm not mistaken, uh, civilian customers and state partners that utilize the facilities? Certainly, yeah. The State Patroller is doing their academies. The DNR uh, will have MDOT in the, in, the, in the fall doing their academies. Um, you know, we have local law enforcement. We have uh, Homeland Security Emergency Management. They come in and do a lot of things. Uh, all these different organizations that come in and want to use space to train for their, um, you know, significant events, and it's a it's a it's a busy railroad to keep on the track. So, <laughs> that's so Tony, do you ever hear from some of these the troops that come in and, and the people that come in from other states to train? Other than obviously getting world class training at the camp, um, do you ever hear what they like best about coming to Minnesota or coming to Camp Ripley to do this training outside of the business? Yeah, you know, we give them this uh, a survey to take back mm-hmm. when they're done, whatnot, and then the next time they're typical season comes around we we reach out to them or whatever and and they love you know they love the customer service on camp ripley okay they love the minnesota attitude i guess is is probably the best thing that you can you can call it just our our work ethic and our ability to say yeah we've never done that before but we'll certainly figure out how to do that okay and uh, they, they love that opportunity and they also enjoy the fact that a place like Camp Ripley is a one-stop shop for them. They they can come in, uh, whether that be by air, by truck, uh, and rail. If mm-hmm. they have the rail equipment in, move, move things by train. Uh, they can store their equipment. They can billet all their um, personnel. They can feed them, uh, everything like that. Send them out to do training, get all that training knocked out, come back in, take showers. You mm-hmm. know, all the things that... That in some places are are neglected just because it's more focused on one element or the other. Ah, okay. uh, we kind of focus on everything. We have a world class maintenance facility that we help with. Uh, we can help with uh, all that type of stuff, and uh, it's all here and it's mm-hmm. all ready to be used. Okay, I that's really that. neat. Mm-hmm. I think I saw too an article here in one of our local papers. Did the camp win another environmental uh, award? They did. Wow, well, we're very proud that we're still keeping things green. Yeah, and uh, keeping uh, you know our wooded training areas wooded for uh, for the future. That's that's something that's kind of been in our mission statement, and it, you, you you know saying it out loud, you kind of think, well, yeah, that's what you normally want, right? But going to other places um, after years and years of tracked vehicles running over trees and everything like that, it really turns it into kind of a desert. Mm-hmm. So uh, our ability to keep our our wilderness a wilderness, uh, not just for training but for, uh, you know, living standards is, is important. And it's, uh, it's a good achievement for us. Yeah. 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 And uh, I know you have an officer or a division that's in charge of uh, working with the DNR to mm-hmm. keep that uh, that facility in great shape, don't you? We do, yeah. We have an environmental team, part of Camp Ripley, and then there's a greater one for the Minnesota National Guard. Uh, and they work uh, great 
um, efforts between the DNR and a lot of different other state partners and organizations, um, especially here in Minnesota, uh, to keep this watershed available, you know, and, and, uh, and hats off to them. They do an awesome job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they track the uh, the not only the flora and fauna but the little creatures out there, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little. <laughs> yeah, we keep we keep track of bears and turtles and uh, lots of other little wolves, little, and yeah, wolves, little creatures running around, and I mm-hmm. uh, just want to make sure that everything's flowing right. So. Yeah, and I also saw recently there was the uh, uh, veterans turkey hunt here just held mm-hmm. recently down there too, mm-hmm. wasn't there? It was. Yep, yeah. we did the. Disabled Veterans Turkey Hunt and then a Soldier's Turkey Hunt. Uh, and they managed that and did an outstanding job. And, uh, you know. What a great opportunity yeah. for the veterans, though, to come in and be able yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting to see their faces and it's exciting to see new people come in every year. I'm sure. All right. Some other things as we look ahead. Uh, you've got uh, another open house later this uh, year. When is it? Yep, that? this is our open house year. So September, I want to say September. September twelfth okay. uh, is if that's that Sunday. I'm, I'm I might be it's a little, okay. little we'll, bit off there. <laughs> it's a ways away. We'll right. give you some slack on that one, but we know it's coming in September. <laughs> and Tony, after a successful operation with Norex this year, the uh, cooperation with the Norwegian troops, you have other uh, cooperative events that are happening as well. We do. Uh, we're fortunate enough to have a lot of international events that are happening. And, uh, we're working with our state partners, the Croatians, which we've been state partners for about 20 years, and now the Norwegians, a state partnership with them, uh, which is fantastic, and our neighbors to the north. Uh, we have the Canadians coming down for a lot of different activities, uh, from our participating in our state best warrior competition or uh, participating in the different types of trainings that are happening on post. Yeah. Cool. All right. Do you guys and do anything for Memorial Day at Camp Ripley? We, you know, as Camp Ripley proper, we support all the different uh, communities in our in the states, sure. along with the National Guard. Uh, same for Veterans Day. We like to get out into the communities instead of bringing them on. But uh, the State Veterans Cemetery in Little Falls, I believe they'll be having an event as well. Okay. Very good. good. Well, it sounds like a busy summer ahead of you, and we always appreciate the fact that you come in and talk about the events that are happening at Camp Ripley. Yeah, we'll do our best to keep you all, all up to date. So, okay. Sounds good. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Thanks, Tony. Uh, Tony Housie is the in the Camp Ripley Public Affairs Office. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be found anytime. They're on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.